Welcome back to another episode of Too Many Men. We are back in studio for the first time since March. It is good to be back. And we've got some stuff to talk about. Uh, The sports may have stopped, but the news coming out of sports has not. John Gallietta here for the first time in what seems like forever. Tyler Dye's here. Even when there wasn't a pandemic, you know, it feels like a while. I mean, (laughs) you barely showed up. Zach Riley here as well. And we're going to dive into all of this head first. We've got Eric Johnson joining us later in the show to talk about the NHL Draft Lottery. Tom, you're here too. We get it, but you're leaving soon. (laughs) You could still introduce me. Okay. Uh, So Zach wanted to talk NASCAR. No, I told you we're not going into it, I guess. If it, if it's no, gonna, no, 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 it's fine. We'll talk NASCAR. NASCAR being one of the only sports that's on right now, it's that and golf. Fine. And NASCAR um, is getting uh, more and more popular. So, come on, let's hear your NASCAR stuff. <laughs> All right, well, so I, I don't want to ever think this of NASCAR, but it seems very suspicious to me that only one garage out of 60 had a noose in it. That obviously was there since July, so that's not a big deal. That's not why I'm bringing this up. But, like, just miraculously, he gets that random garage. It just seems too coincidental for me. I, I don't know about... I, I, you're making a very large you accusation. You want to not touch the wire of my goddamn <laughs> fucking microphone? He does this every time. Because it fucks it up. It just starts clicking, and it's like, why? Don't touch the wires. are very sensitive. Like, it's fucking up again, and I, I don't know whose fault that is. I didn't touch it this time. Go ahead. Anyway, it's a very large accusation you're putting. I know, and I'm not saying that it's true, but it's just you cannot think about that other side. But did you see? Did you see the picture? Yeah, I did. Of the noose hanging there. Yeah, it's for the garage door, so that when they're lift pulling it down, they can put their foot into it and push it down. But I okay, I I actually didn't. You didn't know that. No. Yeah, they they it's because it's heavy. So like when I get that it's heavy. It's a garage door for a uh, fucking NASCAR. See, but you could just have like a knot. That's why I thought it was so suspicious that like every other garage had like a normal knot, and that one like obviously they didn't do it, and it was proven that it was there in October. First of all, so you're saying wait, you're saying they NASCAR? Wait, wait, wait. You're saying NASCAR knew it was there and assigned Bubba Wallace that garage on purpose? I'm not saying they knew for per se, but yes, that like it 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 would also be a huge story. Yeah, Yeah. but like, come on, you can't like tell me that it's not like possible. With a, with a sport, oh, it's definitely possible. I'm with just a sport saying it, going that's not in, what happened. No, it's de- probably the not. The PR nightmare that NASCAR would face if that were oh, true. It, the oh, the whole yeah. sport would go down. It would be astronomical. Yeah. They knowingly hey, wait put... Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Zach's saying the whole sport would go down. The whole sport would go down. Are you kidding me? No. Yes, I, think, I, I don't think it would thing. go down. I think the guy who made the decision to put Bubba Wallace in that locker oh. would probably face hate crimes. Uh, the whoever the commissioner of NASCAR, I don't yeah. know what they have. That guy would be fired, like, and then all of his people would be fired. But NASCAR would survive. But I, I have seen a lot of people uh, just fucking like shitting on Bubba Wallace lately, just because they think that he planted the story or want. But he's not even allowed in the garage before the race. Bubba goes, Wallace wasn't even the guy who found no, it. But yeah. it, but it, well, yeah, it was it a was. member of his team. Yes. And and he's not allowed to be near the garage. He goes right from his trailer right to the car in the pit road. So like he had no idea, and like everybody's like, oh, he planned, he wanted this to happen, and all this stuff. And why would he want it, this to happen? I, I know. That's ridiculous. Like, it everyone, makes no sense. 
Like, the thing I saw, everyone was comparing him to, what's his name, from that show Power, Jesse Smollett. Smollett. Yeah, yeah for, and I was, like, I, I was like, come on. Smollett. <laughs> all, this, all this bullshit, man. Did I'm you like, guys see how many Confederate flags were flying outside of uh, Talladega? I saw the one that got flown uh, yeah, over someone paid, a, an airplane. Yeah, someone paid for a plane to fly over that's a defund NASCAR with the Confederate flag so on it. Why are they so upset about I, I don't know. I don't know. It, but it, you got to remember, it's Alabama. No, I, I know it's, what state it is. My freedom lost. of speech. A lot of people live a by that flag way ago. more you than lost. I know. Yeah, no, I agree. Why are you it makes no sense. People just get riled up about it. We for beat no the shit reason. out of you. Now shut up. Like, it was too funny. We didn't talk about this at all in the podcast yet, but that guy that uh, tweeted, uh, it was a NASCAR driver that he's not even, I've never heard of this guy. I've never seen him race in, in the, the top series of NASCAR. And he goes, that he, he says that he's going to retire after this year because of the decision to. D, or to ban the uh, Confederate flag, and NASCAR commented saying, "We had to Google you uh, to figure out who you were. I'm sure your ten fans are really happy about your crusade." And then drop the mic because that guy. I mean, he was like a 60 year old bald driver. Like he's he's never won a race probably. It's. I don't think NASCAR set it up. I think it was just an unfortunate situation and a really racial, like racially charged time. Yes. Where it's just like all the all the stars aligned for this one thing to happen, happen to yeah. this poor guy. And you know, he probably thought it was like it was really an attack on him, and I'm sure that was emotionally horrible for him. Yeah. And now people are coming at him, fans of NASCAR and other people just randomly hating on this dude. And you know what? Actually. Now that I think about it, I did see Sonoma Raceway tweeted that they found what was to look like a noose in one of their garages as well. Right. So, like, first of all, a noose <laughs> is a very easy Tony, right, not you're to looking tie. at me that way, Hold but on. all no, I no, wanted no. to do was bring up the conversation that you have to think about other options like that. Yeah, at the very, right? le- at the very least, it's worth having the conversation. Exactly. You know, like, I'm just trying to say. I'm not saying I believed it, and I'm not saying that was definitively what I thought. But, you know, it's... Curious to think oh, about. I, I know what you're saying. All right. Well, you're just you're looking like go, you're crazy go, over there. Go ahead, Trish. <laughs> I was just gonna say a noose is a very easy knot to tie, and it's a very reliable knot. It is. No, no, no. But besides everything and all the racial shit around it and all this kind of stuff, a noose is a very <laughs> stop. You're making me laugh. Yeah, do it. A noose is a very reliable knot, and it's really, really, really simple to tie one. Like a four-year-old could tie it. It's Whoa. really easy. You just go down, up, and then with the tail on the other end, you wrap it around a couple times and stick it up through. And then there it is. That's a noose. I've I've knotted some things that have taken me three seconds to make a loop. Three seconds, and it still hasn't come undone. It's been like eight years. I'm not going complicated with a whole noose. It's not complicated. It's easy. Could you tie a noose right now? No, I could not. Could you tie a noose right now? Could you tie a noose right now? Tom said, "Give me Notice five tries." You haven't asked me because uh, you know how to tie one. Goddamn right I do. Where'd you learn how to tie one? I can't disclose that information. <laughs> oh, God. Well, all right. Where? What? Why? I can't a tie. simple. Who taught you, know, you Would be. I was a Boy Scout. Yeah, really. You could. Uh, now <laughs> we're just. Never now you're gonna have everybody wondering what the hell you're doing in your life because you work for NASCAR, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I know you. You're the guy I saw outside the garage. Yep. <laughs> Damn it. My, my, my cover's blown. 
All right, we're going to shift now to the world of basketball. I know John's been waiting to talk about that for months because it's all John does, is lives and breathes <laughs> Live basketball, and breathe. the Knicks. even though he's not very good at it. Wait, wait, man, not like the Knicks are going to be there, so I mean. Not, Why not, did not, the Knicks made, make an appreciation post today to Alonzo Trier? We cut him, man. He sucks. It was ISO's own. You know we cut Ron Baker, the shot maker, for him? You cut Ron Baker? Well, that's, oh, that's why. Right. That's what dude, you cut him for? Dude, that's what I was saying. It's they like, cut him today because they picked up some guy from the Pistons off waivers. I thought he was from the Nets. No. Whatever it was, but, who cares? Anyway, but no, but dude, both teams sucks anyway. Honestly, <laughs> that's like the the really important thing to take away from that is that we freaking cut this trash ass guy for Ron Blake. We cut Ron Baker for him. We cut Ron Baker, the most iconic Knicks player of the past decade, for this guy, and now he's gone. Um, there's just so most, much to unpack with that. Most one iconic player, um, most uh, maybe most emblematic of the Knicks for the whole decade. Kristaps Porzingis? You know, Ron Baker? Carmelo Anthony? Yeah. (laughs) Amari Stoudemire? Yes, but when you think about how quality the Knicks were, like... I mean, Ron Baker, Ron, Ron Baker, Ron Breaker's as representative as those guys. When you, you really guys think about it, you ruled out Jason Kidd and Jarrett Jack. So that's that's my memory of it, dude. My first, I remember last year when the like it was the first game of the season without Porzingis because I remember we hadn't traded him yet. The first play of like the game was Jarrett Jack tossing like a hail mary pass across the fucking court and just went out of bounds into the like fucking nosebleeds. It was the craziest thing. So today they released the starting up schedule the NBA did for the, uh, I'm going to call it the Zion Williamson Memorial Playoff because the only reason it's this many teams is because Zion Williamson had to be. Is, has to be in this. And they needed like a certain amount of you know regular season games for the TV contracts. John, who do you think is going to win the NBA championship? Uh, whoever's healthiest by the end of it, probably the Lakers or Bucks. I don't think it's going to finish. Depends. Really? I don't. Depends I, how many. I can see that. Florida's a tough place yeah, to put this right now. It is. It Especially depends. Disney yeah. World. Because they're open now, too. Yeah. But no, they're going to be in a bubble. Completely cut uh, off for everybody else. Still, you can, it you could still that. circulate. Yeah, here's you the thing. Circulate? Yeah. Well, hey. Sorry yeah. I'm using big words, all right? Wait, not, wait till he's one. Used, he's not saying them. <laughs> that, 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 wait till. The, the big word wasn't the problem. It was the pronunciation <laughs> of the big word. Put the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait till one huge player from one contending team oh, ends okay. up leaving the bubble. All right. What? LeBron Kyrie. James. Kyrie. LeBron James. Kyrie called, ain't going. LeBron James yeah, reports saying Giannis has left the bubble. And he can't play for the rest of the series. Well, yeah. Giannis has left the bubble. I repeat, Giannis has left the bubble. They have like a sky cam following. They got Zion out of the bars so, in Florida. So if it does finish, who's going to win the NBA championship, Zach? The okay. Wizards. <laughs> yes. The, Miracle the, run. You're picking the I team that literally I do not understand why they're there. Exactly. There's no reason for them. They're going to have a huge run. Trish? I hope it's like the Wizards or the Pacers, someone that like shouldn't win it, but just because of the weird format they do win. Well, Depot might be coming back for this, right? He, he's been. He, Let's fucking he was, go. He was, <laughs> he was back. He's had like a couple months to rehab now too. It's been like you know practicing at home. John, who's gonna win the NBA championship? I think it's gonna be the Lakers or Bucks. Not but really, I think it's gonna happen. Is like I don't think there's gonna be a way to really do this bubble environment because what I heard, like what, like what Zach was saying, there's no way to really make sure all the staff from Disney that are like working at the hotels, they're not staying there 24/7 like the players. And even are. the people that work in the stadium. Yeah, they're like uh, gonna be coming in and out. There's so. gonna be people that are gonna be in there. 
that. League, leagues are expecting there to be one or two positive tests once they're in the bubble they, environment. They're also expecting positive tests leading up to the bubble because they've there's already no way had to a bunch. Yeah, yeah, there's no way to police where the players are going before we get into this bubble yeah. environment. So as long as players can are on pace to show up healthy, at least I would say, because rosters are expanding, you can sign players. 85, 90% of the players can really? go. Oh, okay. As long as they're good, they'll be fine. They'll be playing. Okay. I think the th- It also could be start, stop, start, yeah. stop, start, stop. It might not go all, which would hurt next season too, though. Mm-hmm. I don't think they care. They want to finish this. Yeah. They can always just start it in January and they the, would kick off yeah. without missing anything. I really just think the, like, the fear with it right now is that like uh, if all the players are just not able to finish the entire season because they're not able to field like complete teams, you know, mm-hmm. too many positive diagnoses. Is, all you need is one on a team and everybody, it. you could have half the team get it. Yeah. like you and, know? Especially if they're in that bubble, they're going to be able to hang out with just each other. So someone's bound to get it. And like what happens if, let's say like the Lakers play the Clippers, right? And then like later in the day after that game was played, they like find out that like two of the players who played in that game on the Lakers were positive. Yeah. That means everyone on the Clippers had to you has to like quarantine oh, now yeah. also. See, but you're also thinking like they're taking the tests that the government are providing right now. They're not. They're not. They're taking the stuff that Joe Rogan's paying for. Like Joe Rogan yeah, is still having ridiculous. his podcast in studio, and he what he's doing is he has a doctor meet them at the door with full garb on. They take a test that draws your blood, and they can tell with like 98% accuracy whether you have it now or have had it in the past. So all you got to do is before the game get every player to give a little bit of blood. They'll test them, and then that's it. Now you know if every player has the disease or not. And this is just stuff that the CDC hasn't okayed yet. Yeah, Uh, That's all it is. But that's what the NBA is probably going to be using in every other sports league. There's one league here that's not going to survive this because they're not going to – because they're not going with the bubble system. Baseball. Baseball. Yep. <laughs> the most screwed up sport at all of these. Baseball. Do you, do you, did you see the new uh, over extra inning rules? Yeah. I don't I, mind that. I don't want 15 innings. I'd rather have ties, actually. Well, no. Is, is it a 15 inning? No. it's no, Every, every I inning someone starts I'm on aware. second. I just don't want to see 15 inning games. Yeah. No. That's why. Uh, wait, what is it now? I, it starts on second? Yeah. Every I don't extra like, inning, a runner starts on second. I don't second. like so second stupid. base. I would rather it be first base. Yeah. Because it's a lot easier to score a run with a man on second than it is in a man on now, first. Now, I really feel like they shouldn't have that rule for the playoff. Yeah, I, I honestly, yeah. They shouldn't, but I feel like they're going to do it. And then I also well, think yeah, that... Yeah, they're not one to change rules between playoffs and regular season. And I think I've seen my last Jacob deGrom home run as well. Well, the Universal DH will be this year, but... Uh, I have a feeling this is their way to finally it's be It's going like, to be, but next year you're going to get... Yeah, you're going to get the normal... S- yeah, because there's, within it's going to be the years, next CBA. Yeah, yeah. With 2021 goes yeah. up, right? Yeah. So I, I feel like this is going to be their test to be like, all right, we're going to do this from now on for both leagues. Look on the bright side. 60 games, the Mets don't have time to slump. Exactly. Yeah. I, <laughs> or they just start out in a slump. Well, they yeah, could that do would that. Be so Mets. Yeah, it would be. But no. the Universal DH helps teams like the Mets because where were you, were you really going to play Cespedes in no. the outfield? For no, six I games? would. No. I would. If, if Cespedes can come in as a DH and hit fucking thirty-five bombs, I'll be happy. But I'm also looking at the Dodgers because look at the Dodgers. Wait, 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 wait. you what? had thirty-five home runs in sixty games. Yeah, that didn't happen. No, I know. He's going to hit like twenty. He's going to hit like Maybe. twenty. But. Look at the teams like the Dodgers. This DH is going to make their team or their lineup so much scarier because, like, they have more of an advantage because they never use the DH this, like, frequently. So, like, you could get the Dodgers in the playoff 
with like I forgot who's on their bench, but I know their bench is really deep with they're some good out home. Out, they're out of outfield positions. That's yeah. why. Because they have way too many outfielders on the roster. Now they mm-hmm. can just move one to DH. Yeah, and they're going to have an extra home run hitter, and it, I feel like it's going to help them more than any other team. Right. And you can rotate the guy on DH, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah he, you're, you can have a different DH each day. Right. It gets hairy if you start moving players from the DH position it's back to into the, the field, field yeah. as a substitution because then you lose the DH. Yeah. It's something weird. Yeah, because then you, ha- yeah. <laughs> I think you have to put the pitcher in at that yeah, point. I th- yeah, you have to put the pitcher in it. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's why I don't like the DH, because I like the maneuverability that you could do with the lineup as a manager late in games. I like what uh, Joe Madden used to do on uh, as when he was the manager of the Cubs. He used to bring in two pitchers and leave one in left field and then uh, go back. You don't have the uh, – this has nothing to do with the DH now that I'm thinking about it. It's yeah, just no. pitcher in the lineup and yeah. then pitch hitting him. Yeah. He would put a pitcher in left and a pitcher in uh, – Pitching. Pitching, yeah. And he would move him back and forth based on the batter. With the DH now, you can move him in, move him out. Yeah. To position in the field, and That'd then your pitcher hits. But now your pitcher's a player. Like get, Joe Madden is a guy who really likes to dissect the rules. Oh, yeah. And now he's the manager of the Angels, so there's going to be a little bit less dissecting because of that being an AL team That's in true. an AL ballpark yeah. and, and a universal DH whatsoever. So they're prepared for the DH. I would prove the DH there. I'm excited to see the Angels, too, because they got Rendon this year. And Otani mm-hmm. is that guy yeah. who pitches and hits. Yes. And he can, can get, definitely put him out and out. pitch him one day and DH in the rest of the week and then yeah. pitcher DH and then give him a day off and then Pujols DH and put him in your backup first base if you mm-hmm. want to play Pujols at first. Joe Madden's gonna get so creative he, with that he roster. Definitely will. It's not gonna matter because the Angels. I think they'll have. A, it's not gonna matter because they're the Angels. I want to see Mike Trout do well. That's the only thing. I'm biased, but why? That's. I mean, every, you just feel bad for Mike Trout. Yeah, he's stuck on that team. That's why I'm glad they got Rendon. He finally has another superstar on that team. It's been just him and washed up pool holes for the last four years. Well, Otani was supposed to offset some of that when he came. Oh yeah, then he got injured. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but he but he kept hitting. He did keep hitting, <laughs> which was weird. Poor Trout's probably like the least popular, you know, best player of like his respective sport of all the athletes. You know, like, mm. like you know, LeBron's super popular. Uh, Mike Trout's the only this? one that like just doesn't care about winning. Or I mean, I'm sure he cares about winning, but like, he's never gonna win a championship. Okay, I just mean like the marketability. I mean, like he's kind of just like a, he's you know he's a like a nice enough guy in the interviews, but it's just yeah. like you know he's like soft spoken. He's like humble and everything. It's not like. The most marketable guy. My yeah, favorite no. thing in the world is how few people like can recognize baseball players when they see them. Yeah, they did. Uh, I forget. I think it was MLB yeah, did a did. whole they... interview with. They had Aaron Judge interviewing people in like Central Park, and all they did to Aaron Judge was put glasses on him, <laughs> and nobody knew it was Aaron Judge. You could tell by his teeth. It was like Clark. So Ka- yeah, literally. Yeah, he's, he's so he's tall. Talking to him, he's like, "What do you think? Who's your favorite Yankees player?" And he's asking these people these questions and stuff. Can anyone say? <laughs> No, half the people said different players. And then he asked the guy, he's like, "Do you know? Do you know this guy?" And he holds up a picture of himself. Oh, God. And they're like, uh, "No, I'm not not familiar with him." That's terrible. I would have felt terrible. And this one guy was no, like, "No, you wouldn't have." That's true. Fuck the Yankees. This one dude was like, "Wait, are you Aaron Judge?" Like at the end of the interview, and he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Yeah, man, it's the Gap." He's like, "There's two people in New York with that Gap. You and Strahan." Yeah. <laughs> Before we move to the NHL draft lottery, because that was the big news tonight. I'm just upset at everything hey, of it. Hey, seven um, ten. How are you? I want to talk to John. All right. One on one. Oh shit! This is the Jamal talk. Personal stuff. 
Jamal Adams has formally requested a trade from the New York Jets. You're... He could formally kiss my ass. I'm trying <laughs> Every Jets fan's golden boy. Oh, man, Jamal Adams' best safety in the league. Zach cannot get that ice any louder. Jamal Adams' best safety in the league. This, that, the other thing. When he gets traded, Jets fans are going to turn so quick on an axis from best safety in the league to bum faster Bro. Than, than Giants fans move from... Odell's the best wide receiver in the league to bump. Dude, I, I like I at least I know how it feels on your side now though. You know, like No you don't. Yeah, I do. Odell is a bum though. Odell never requested a trade. Odell never requested a trade. No, Odell said he was here to stay, and then we said he was here to stay. We didn't sign him just to trade him, and then we traded him. Well listen, Jamal is here to stay whether he likes it or not. Well, for tell now. that to the teammates he's got to meet in the locker room soon. Who are gonna be like, why, why the fuck are you trying to get out of here so quick? We're preparing for a season. Marcus May might just walk up to him and punch him in the face. You know, I would punch him in the face. Dude, he's not. I think he's gonna lose his captainship if he actually somehow remains. Oh, he already lost his yeah, captainship. That's gone if he yeah. remains on the team oh, yeah. come when September. I'm, like I don't need like, but at the like at this point though, I, it's like a I don't know. If it's not really a hot take among Jet fans right now. We just kind of want him gone. We kind of would like this. You want say him that until he goes to. You'd the, rather not. What if? What if he? Like, what know, if he plays this year? Like a, what if he plays this year and you guys win a championship? He goes. You know what? I want to stay. Well, with the Jets, we're not like I'm. Listen, I'm delusional. <laughs> He's like, we're not gonna win a championship. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> what crack pipe you've been smoking, Adam? <laughs> who, like who, who's our receivers again, Tony? <laughs> Jamison Crowder. Brett, oh, listen, we, we got, Mims we is got, gonna be good. Mims is gonna be great. He's a project. He's he's, yeah, not, he's gonna not gonna be good right away, but. <laughs> He's also got Darnold thrown to him, so. Ooh. Oh, what is that I'm supposed to mean? seeing ghosts. You mean you know, from the top half quarterbacks in the after week eight last year? After week eight. After the, the first seeing, eight weeks. After the like. seeing ghosts game, he was one of the top half quarterbacks in the league. You know, Chris Sims ranked his uh, quarterbacks heading into the season. Sam oh Darnold God. was like 24. Yeah, but do you see Darnold Lofsky? <laughs> see who was 23? Who was 23? Danny Dimes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dan, Orl- Dan Orlovsky was on some shit, though, like a couple of weeks ago. He literally said that, oh, over Carson Wentz, over Lamar Jackson, over uh, Baker Mayfield. That's Sam the same Darnold guy, that's the same guy who takes. took the snap and walked out the back of they, his own that, end zone that's by what I was, that's what I'm <laughs> And I'm like, this guy became an analyst. What is he? Like, why, why do people like Dan Orlovsky, who run out the back of end zones, think that they're qualified to talk about what makes a good quarterback in the NFL? <laughs> A uh, quote from Jamal Adams on November 10th, 2018. This is courtesy of Jets Wire. I would love to be a Jet for life. Yeah. Freezing 18 cold 18 months later. 20. 20 months later. CTE. Here we are. CTE's a bitch. CTE <laughs> is a bitch, John says. <laughs> no, more just coming to his senses that he's on the Jets. Holy Look, shit. I wear this. You, I've, I, I got I, I to I get, get out of here. I, I thought this here. was the other New York team. What happened? <laughs> I love that video that of the, the guy saying, guy in Dallas saying, "Oh, you to come to Dallas," and he goes, "Bro, I'm trying, I'm trying." <laughs> How would you feel if you got traded to the Giants? That, why, why, why? I'll give you Jabril. No. <laughs> I'll give you Jabril Sterling Shepard. Shut up! I'll give you Jabril Sterling Shepard. Why Shepard? Because they need a wide receiver a really bad. A concussed receiver. And we have Darius Slayton. Yeah. Slayton uh, and a first round pick in 2022. Why yeah. not next year? Take it. Why not next year? Because we're not be good next year. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> we need that pick. I don't want to wait. You got one, though. You're getting one. The first round pick, that's a starter, no matter what. Man, listen. Who'd you guys draft this year in the first round? Who'd we draft? Uh, uh, Mekhi Beckton. Yeah, yeah Beckton. Yeah, we should have drafted Mekhi Beckton's dad. Yeah. Right. Oh, my God. Mekhi Beckton's dad was enormous. <laughs> oh. Listen. 
All I'm we listening. Have, all we have to do is trade Jamal for CD Lamb, a first-round pick, and Michael Gallup. What kind of drugs you on? <laughs> Everything. You want two wide receivers? Listen, I and I just, Dallas is just gonna up and trade CD Lamb, who they somehow got at what seventeen. I'm gonna pick? tell you how this is go, gonna go down, and you're not gonna like it. Uh, listen, the, the Odell Beckham package. Not getting. You're that. gonna get a tick less than that. But no, no, no. Because here's why where you're wrong. You're gonna get Jabril. We don't. We don't. <laughs> listen. Yeah, I like Jabril. Yeah, I like. Yeah, Jabril but I'd rather too. have Jabril Adams than Jabril. Well, that's that's true. True. Oh yeah, that's with, true. With, listen, with the my, new safety, the with, trade my, safety. with my luck, after I say this by the next podcast, he'll be traded. But we're, we don't have to trade Jamal. That's the thing. Unless we get When's a haul. his contract up. Two years, and no, then we can franchise. One year, and then a fifth-year option, and then they can franchise tag him. Well, this is his fourth year coming up. Then we have his fifth-year option. Then we could franchise tag yeah, him. Yeah, that's, ex- oh, that's exactly what I just said. I, I am verbatim. Yeah, Don literally. just said it in slightly different words. Ow. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm just happy. You know, the Giants got the next best up-and-coming safety in the NFL. Xavier McKinney's gonna yes, he's going to be a beast, man. Be a beast. Oh, yeah, I forgot you guys got McKinney. Yeah, Somehow you're got goddamn him. right you forgot about it because yeah, well, you were listen. too busy sucking Jamal Adams' dick. Yeah, well, fucking at least the Browns got that guy Grant Delphit. He's better. What? That guy Grant Delphit's better. Here. Don't even bring Get, that up. He was the best safety in that draft. Yeah, Xavier? and somehow he dropped to the second round. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You, listen, you do know. I don't know. You do know. <laughs> <laughs> John's just upset because he likes the lesser New York team. Listen, man. Did you see who Sam Darnold was walking, working out with last week? Uh, yeah, Barkley. No, Mark Sanchez. Oh, I did see that. Oh, no. <laughs> How do you feel about that? You don't want to I can't imagine that. you're too confident about that. Butt fumble 2.0. Listen, man. It's those USC quarterbacks, man. They're, yeah. just, they're just terrible. Yeah. Mark Him, Sa- Matt Leiner, <laughs> all of them. <laughs> He w- is there any U- USC quarterback that has won a championship? I, st- or? I still think that there's a chance Sanchez could have been good if been we coached successful him. at least. <laughs> oh, did you see recently Ben Roethlisberger came out and talking about his addictions? To porn? To porn and what? alcohol. Yeah. And, yeah, he said that in the past he's been addicted to many things such as, and then he rattled off a list, alcohol, porn. He kind of like just kind of jumped over porn oh, really quick. Was, was, well, I mean. And was, then he talked about how faith in the Lord has helped him find his way. And that he doesn't need alcohol or porn anymore because he loves God. What's his stance All on domestic abuse? All he needed to do was rehab that wrist. What the fuck happened? <laughs> Apparently, he was rehabbing it in a different way. So, <laughs> you got to lift that weight. Yeah. All right, so USC <laughs> has had, 20, uh, has had uh, no quarterbacks uh, ever play in the Super Bowl, let alone really? win one. Wow. And they have uh, USC quarterbacks have won six national championships and 22 conference titles. So they're notoriously better in college. So you you basically uh, USC is the same as Duke when it comes to quarterbacks. Listen, I mean, Darnold has potential. It's yeah. just if we, it's just Gase, man. It's just it's it's, it's that's the. Oh, oh I can't believe you're blaming. It's Gase. the same thing every two years with a coach. <laughs> oh, we got this coach. We're gonna make him Oh shit. We weren't remember, that good. Remember all of the players excitement? isolate themselves and one out, and they go. You know what? Listen, we have the new coach. We have remember the new all the GM. excitement when Gase was hired too. I said it was a bad idea from the fucking well, yeah. Beginning. Well, as soon as I saw that interview, oh, oh you saw what he did with the Dolphins. You want to try that on the Jets? They went to the yeah. playoffs, and then Matt Moore died. <laughs> Quote from Steve Eiserman, whose team had the best odds to win the draft lottery and ended up fourth. To be honest with you, I'm not surprised. That poor guy. Detroit's going to suck forever. All right, we're going to move to the NHL draft ladder now. We're going to have Eric Johnson join us here in a second, my co, my and Trisha's co-host for uh, Touch Icing. Yep. 
Have you guys been doing a lot of episodes for that? We did one the other night after yeah. a brief hiatus with the Last world being night. where it was. Yeah. So it, it was it was time to get back in the saddle. Yes, definitely. So now we're going to have uh, Eric Johnson joining us. What do you think of the draft lottery, Eric? Uh, it was the thing that happened. Okay, <laughs> that's that's actually a perfect and, and way to start got, describing Detroit it. Detroit got screwed, which is always funny. I mean, this is this is the price you pay for making the playoffs for 25 straight seasons. I talked to, I talked to Josh Schultz about it, who's been on this show before, and I said, I have a feeling Detroit's not going to win it. And he said, well, when you made the playoffs 25 straight years, you don't deserve to win it. <laughs> it doesn't matter if how many games you won last season. So the first overall pick goes to a team to be named later in Phase 2 of the NHL Draft Lottery. And the fact that it's the number one overall pick is just huge news. It almost seems like... It's too good to be true for the NHL. Like, they set it up this way. So, teams that could have the first pick are as follows. It's the loser of the Montreal-Pittsburgh series, the loser of the New York uh, Rangers-Carolina series, uh, the Florida Islanders series, the Blue Jackets-Maple Leafs series, the Blackhawks-Oilers series, the Coyotes-Predators series, the Wild-Vancouver series, and then the Winnipeg-Calgary series. Out of those 12 teams currently uh, occupying those, it's more than that, 16 teams currently occupying those positions, where do you see Lafreniere stepping in and being the best fit? Minnesota for me. Really? For me, it's Minnesota. Out of any team that needs a star of the teams that are in the lottery, it's the Minnesota Wild, 100%. Uh, Can I answer too? Go ahead. I was going to say the Jets. I feel like the Jets need some help. Him and Line would be something. Yeah, I feel like the Jets could really use an extra little goal scorer. I'm going to throw Montreal out there. Hometown kid, in a way, French-Canadian. Yeah. Drafts in Montreal, too. As, yeah, but is it, though? As of now, it is. Okay, well, as of now. Things can change between now and that draft date. Uh, what about... Uh, what if what if it's like an ultimate doomsday scenario and let's say Chicago beats Edmonton in the first round and Chicago uh, uh, and Edmonton has the first overall pick in the draft or Pittsburgh or Pittsburgh if they lose to Montreal which I don't think that's I happen. feel like Edmonton would be kind of unhappy with getting the first overall pick just because look at how much money they're already spending I think in a normal year they would be but under the circumstances yeah. you got handed it and listen, isn't Ryan Nugent Hopkins a free agent after this year? Yes. I mean that makes him expendable. You don't need to bring him back. You can if you want. If he'll take a three-year deal until Lafreniere's rookie contract is up, that's a no-brainer of a move for Edmonton. Yeah. But I don't think Ryan Nugent Hopkins will take a bridge deal of any sort. I think he wants long-term money at I least would six love years. To get Nugent Hopkins, he's really good. What about uh, a Calgary? If let's say Calgary loses in the in the qualifying round to Winnipeg, and let's say Calgary goes out and gets a Taylor, uh, go, gets the first overall pick, how much more attractive of a situation would that be for a free agent like Taylor Hall, who they've been rumored to go after for about six months now, once free agency opens? And that would cause Goudreau to stay for sure. Well, they might not have uh, cap space. For they might not have Goudreau might not have any say in that decision. Mm. They could just move him, and then, uh, you know, Hall steps in, Lafreniere. Lafreniere is going to step in and be a star anywhere he goes. Now, it could just swing the needle in favor of, 
let's say Hall's choosing between actually re-signing with Arizona or going to Calgary, it could swing the needle in that direction. If Arizona wins it, do you think that gives Hall any more reason to stay? 100%. Would you think it'd be enough? I don't know. I really don't know. It could depend on what they do in free agency. If they sign Petrangelo, that may cause them to stay. So you don't think Lafreniere alone would be enough? Because especially if they go, if they get the number one pick, they're going to try their damned hardest to get him to sign a contract before he reaches oh, any kind of availability. Yeah, but, I mean, to be fair, Jack Hughes and Nico Heischer weren't enough to make him want to stay in New Jersey. He wanted out. Even, even though we traded him, he basically looked at management and said, I'm leaving. Because he wouldn't re-sign, and then his knee wasn't getting any better. I, I hate him. Uh, what if he ends up on a team with a good young core like a Vancouver? <laughs> oh, Florida. Florida would be a very good destination, too. I mean, could you see a team actually being – it's only a 12.5% chance you win phase two? Let's say you're a team that, you know, you may luck out and advance in the qualifying round, but you're not really looking at a deep playoff run. Is there any team here that could possibly, you know, not – field the best players in the qualifying round, maybe not try their hardest to advance to the final 16 teams? Montreal. Montreal could be an option for that. What about, uh, I mean, the Islanders think they're close. But I don't see a path where they can actually win the Stanley Cup. Could you imagine him in Toronto? Yeah, Toronto runs into the same cap space problem everybody else does. Yeah, but they have three years to run into it. And that does not solve any problem that they have on defense. Yeah. Because the defense is the big question mark in Toronto. Well, then Nylander becomes expendable at that point. Oh, he becomes extremely expendable. Because down the road, Lafreniere is going to be more expensive than Nylander. Does it make Nylander expendable or does it make Mitch Marner expendable? Oh, poor Mitch Marner. They just got a deal done. Well, because just how much they cost in the future. Yeah. Mitch Marner costs, I, what, $3 think, million dollars more. Yeah, but I think Marner's the better player and worth the $3 million more than Nylander is. Okay, well, he... Yeah, but... Financially, it's going to be really tough. The whole thing that screwed it up was signing Tavares. Oh, my God. Which is <laughs> such a big yeah. contract for a guy... To be fair, Tavares is ridiculously good. He like, is. He, you can't he, argue it. He's worth the money. It's just when you already have Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner and Nylander, do you really need Tavares at that no. point? You don't. But they got him because he wanted to go there, they and they were like, sure. They should have invested more in defense but chose to go a different route with it, which, I mean, fine. I can understand that. I also root for a team that doesn't have defense, but they also don't have goal scoring. They'd be a lot more fun if they scored goals, but they did stop. Hey, the Devils score goals. Not that many. We, we, were, we were losing games like 6 So. Is this what the NHL wanted? Yes. You believe it that the, what they wanted was the first overall pick scenario? Oh, yeah. Oh, probably, yeah. It makes more people watch the playing. Yeah, it, do, it makes a lot more people watch Phase 2, too, when that happens. Yep. It makes yep. it more interesting. Because that's going to be a whole event in itself. Exactly. They wouldn't have had to have a Phase 2 if none of them, you know, they started at 7. Ugh. I, I mean, it's just upsetting because I was in the party that believed that 
the draft lottery lottery should have been the seven teams that did not qualify for the playoffs. Yeah. And it, it shouldn't have been qualifying round teams involved in the lottery selection process. But this is where we've gotten to. We can't go back on it now. This nope. is just how it is. Uh, Eric, I want to thank you for coming on. I know you're no always problem, a, you're no always problem. available. Uh, him, him, myself, and uh, Trish host Touch Icing at new episodes every Thursday. The latest episode is already up from last night. And Eric, uh, I, I need it on here. We've talked about it on Touch Icing. Qualifying round team that you think could really make a run and win, win the Stanley Cup, who would it be? Um, give, me, give me one from each can, conference. I think you can never count out Pittsburgh. Uh, I know it's I know it's the easy answer, but I don't think it's not fair to count on Crosby and Malkin, especially with a decent playoff goalie in Matt Murray. And in the West, uh, I think I think Calgary can make some noise. I really think with the depth they have at forward, and if you can see a goal, you see more in the goaltending realm. I think you can see Calgary. Do well, but I'm less confident in the West than I am in the East because the East is much deeper than just the four teams that have already received the bye. The West is pretty cut and dry. The East is a little bit more iffy. Those teams are a lot closer. Basically, once you get above Montreal, those teams it's, are really close in the East. It's you know. Uh, one last question before we let you go. Let's say Toronto is swept out of the qualifying round. Uh, by Columbus, does it put? I, I can't imagine they would fire Kyle Dubas now, or even after a loss like that. But does it? Put, I don't. Does it? You don't. You don't think they would? Or you, I don't. I don't think. I don't think they would unless if they. I don't know because if they if he's able to pull off a trade, you know, for a forward or a defenseman, you know, who knows. Now, could you he's working on the defense and doing as much as he can with as much as he's given. What, do you think it, it could lead to moving Nylander for a defenseman? 100%. Now, let's say he makes that move, and going into next season, is there added pressure on him? Let's say they miss the playoffs. Oh, 100%. There's already pressure on him now just for becoming the GM of Toronto. He didn't have to even be the GM for a single game, and there was already pressure on Kyle Dubas. Yeah, there's a lot of weight there that comes with just sitting in that chair for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, Eric, thank you so much. I'm going to let you go, and uh, we'll be sure to talk to you again once the qualifying round starts up. Sounds good. Take care, good. Take care boys. I must say guys, but boys. Bye. <laughs> Touch icing every Thursday, uh, posted on the same feed as Too Many Men. I'm going to give John's microphone back here. Thank We're going to wrap up this episode. Back from, Back in the studio, quarantine is ending Coming to an end, it looks like, here in New Jersey. Uh, sports betting's back up. Yes, it is. Yes, sir. We're going to have... We're still on pace to make a documentary this yes. summer. We're yes. doing that. We, we have are. to. Yes. I did want to bring one thing up before Go we ahead. finish. So, uh, did you guys see Bryson DeChambeau's uh, round today? I did not. He had three straight holes where he had tee shots over 350 yards. And then he had a 425-yard drive that... Oh. It was assisted with the cart path. But still, but still, a 425 drive. It was insane. So we're going to end this episode coming back. We haven't done this in a while. We're going to end some hot takes. It's been it's been a minute since we've had some. And uh, I'm going to start with John. I have one ready, but unless you guys can't think of one right now, I'll go. John, do you have one? 
Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I'm sure yours is Jamal related, probably too. No, nope. you said it. No. Well, mine is uh, also Jamal Adams. He's gonna be a. I'm gonna go Oakland Raider, Las Vegas Raider. I'm gonna go contrarian. I think. I think uh, we somehow like. No, I think nothing's gonna happen. I think we extend him in the preseason. I think he's just. I think he needs really? to complain a bit. I think he's just driving up his price, and we're like, okay. We get it. And then he's just not going to be a captain anymore. That take really doesn't get much hotter from John. Uh, Trish, you got one? Yeah, I'm going to go with the NHL is going to make it through the way they're doing it. The NBA is going to have to cancel their playoff round, whatever the fuck you want to call it, short, like early. And then they're going to start it up again sometime in November when everything's kind of almost back to normal. Because what we're seeing right now in Florida, Texas, all these states that said, oh, we don't have to open up slowly. We can just open up now. And now they're all seeing numbers that they haven't seen yet. And then you look at Jersey, who's opening up but slowly, and we're watching our numbers drop still. We're down to like 600 cases a day. and you know other, Which and is still a large number, but way smaller from where it was before. Oh, my God. When we were at... 2,000 a day. The NHL and the players are nearing a CBA extension agreement. Oh, my God. Let's go. They're going to do it. They're actually going to do it. Zach, you got one? Yeah, I think the Astros uh, are going to have more people hit than uh, games won. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. That's an interesting one. How about more people hit than home runs hit? I can get it behind that for sure. Uh, Who would you say is the... I don't know what's wrong with me right now. <laughs> Who would you say is the most hated player in the NBA right now? Kyrie. Nope. Durant. Nope. Oh, Gobert. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Right now, <laughs> the Utah right now. Jazz win the NBA championship. <laughs> Rudy Gobert is the MVP. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what a douchey. Fight. That would be fucked. <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be yeah, hilarious. Would be Who's that teammate that won't talk Mitchell. to him right now? Yeah, yeah Mitchell. because yeah, he's the one who first gave. He first gave. <laughs> yeah. <it>. <laughs> He used to kiss him in the locker room. <laughs> kiss him on the head. He was touching the mics. All right, so next week we're going to talk about uh, baseball. Lines came out. Wins over unders came yep. out. We're going to analyze those next week, see which ones we like to bet on, see which ones we favor a little bit, see which ones we don't like a little bit. And uh, maybe you bet on the Yankees to win the World Series this I'm year? I'm not doing that. You already did it. Yeah, but it doesn't not count. I, I, I still haven't talked to my guy. Oh, you got to ask him. I got to ask him. <laughs> All right, so new episode next Friday. Uh, we are back. Hell yeah, we're back. So we will see you next Friday. Listen to our podcast, wherever podcasts are listened to. And get ready for that documentary. Get ready for that documentary. It's coming. And touch icing every Thursday on the same feed. So we will see you next Friday.